No, it's okay, Tori reassured him with another small grin. It's nice to think I'm not the only one who's lost things or people in my life. I mean, that's kind of what those fools in the group meetings talk about, but they have no idea what real pain is. If you don't mind, I'd love to hear about this partner of yours. Reverse roles for the night? Eli started to object, thinking about how little time they had left for him to find out what he needed from her. But then, on second thought, it might really help her to open up to him if he were able to share this with her. He would have to be careful, though, not wanting to tip her off about Castleford or his true motives for her being there with him. Smiling, he agreed he could share a little, he guessed. Bradley Wells had been an agent ten years when I came on board, so he showed me the ropes. They had been building a case against some really bad guys who ran drugs and guns that we could prove, and we were getting close to making a move when things got really crazy, and Brad was afraid we were going to lose our hold on them. So he went in undercover while I worked from the outside to help him. We had been trying to get him in deeper when I lost contact with him. Three weeks later, we found his body in a hotel, which happened three years ago. Eli felt pretty safe with that version and hoped it would do the trick. In a holiday inn, Tori replied. Without thinking, Eli agreed. Yes, in fact, in a holiday inn. Tori's face went stone cold, and she suddenly jumped up from the bed, stepping over to the corner. She had moved into the other night when they had had their confrontation. She placed her palms flat against the walls and rest the crown of her head into the crack, a form of surrender. Immediately, Eli became alert. Something had gone wrong and quickly joined her, trying to encourage her to tell him what had happened. Tori wouldn't answer. She stared down at her feet, mumbling to herself for several minutes. Eli stood waiting, not about to walk out on her a second time. Eventually, she began to shake her head side to side, and he could hear her low voice. I'm so sorry, Eli. I didn't mean it. I swear to God, I didn't mean it. Daring to touch her, he lightly stroked the back of her head and neck to comfort her, and she lifted her face and turned to look him in the eye. Tears streaked down her cheeks, her nose bright red, as she cried her first real tears in years. Eli felt crushed at the sight of her, and he pulled her to him, wrapping her in his arms tightly without a second thought. Standing there, she cried hard, her body shaken by her sobs. She cried for Eli and for his friend that he had lost. She cried for Henry, who had been good to her and paid the price. She cried for all the people who had been hurt because she had not been strong enough to stand up to Eddie and the rest of his gang. Holding her, Eli realized she knew what had become of Brad. Somewhere, their paths had crossed, and she knew how he had died. A sickening thought occurred to him, and he realized up to this point he had not really believed she had killed the dragons in that farmhouse. He had not wanted to see the truth. Stepping back a little, Tori stared down at the floor again, her breath spastic 
as she tried to quell her flowing tears, eventually looking him in the eyes. Do you hate me? No, he responded instantly. But if Eddie weren't already dead, I think I'd kill him for you. Now, I need you to tell me what happened to Brad. Tell me everything.